Welcome to Soar and Pair, Why Not Together? Hello. We are on episode 23, yeah. so those of you who are new, you've got 22 episodes to catch up on. Yeah. Please watch. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, but we remind you that Soar and Pair is soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. And today we are going to talk about cutting the apron strings with the adult children. That's right. Time to cut the cords. Yes, <laughs> Sandy is pretending to have scissors on her fingers. Mm -hmm. um, we, we bring up subjects because it's something that relates to us, so we will get into that in a little bit. Yeah. And have a nice discussion. So let's talk about this week. This yes, last week. let's talk about this week. Did you do your piano? Did <laughs> wow. You <tune> wow, <laughs> well, she just throws me under the bus. You know very well I didn't. <laughs> I did not tune. Well, I threw myself under the bus, too. I was supposed to prod you to do it. No, I didn't. Yeah, so the week gets really busy, and uh, the piano's not tuned. And so um, we'll just consider this a little break in the summer of, of recording. Like a staycation. Yeah, recording yeah. music um, <laughs> on the piano, but we will get back to it. So um, I hope to get to it this week. Mm -hmm. We will see. Yeah, um, you've learned not to make promises, I see. Apparently, my integrity is like in question. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, uh, a little bit shaky, but that's that's okay. Life gets busy. Uh, work is extremely, extremely busy, um, and you know the the people there that work in unemployment and DES work really, really hard. There's a lot going on, um, and you know, I, I have a lot of respect for the people that I work with as well as, you know, those new people that are learning the job. So there's so many challenges with that. Um, um, but, you know, it, just take it day by day. Of course. And uh, um, I applaud everyone who's working really, really hard in that. So, um, Absolutely. I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys are working tirelessly. Speaking of working tirelessly, same with you on the nursing front. Um, yeah. You know, that continues to be... That's just nursing, but yeah. <laughs> even though not all the calls are COVID, there's still a lot going on, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There always is. But um, now that they have opened up the electric... Electric? Elective surgeries. Uh, electric surgeries. Electric. This is only going to shock for a moment. It's like the game of operation. You know? <laughs> That's right. They put a they put a red nose right here, and it lights up every time they accidentally. Yeah, that'll instill great confidence in your doctor. <laughs> So elective surgeries. Yeah, that's all opened back up. And so, you know, all those people that were on hold waiting till they could get in again, everybody's going now. And so it's gotten a lot busier. Was the pun intended? Open back up surgeries? Have opened <laughs> back up. It didn't even occur to me, but <laughs> well, yeah, that's it good. Always occurs to me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> So even with the COVID, it isn't just necessary surgeries, it's all surgeries, mm -hmm. yeah. which is kind of important because oh, elective God. surgeries doesn't just mean, I'm thinking plastic surgery. It's not always, exactly. It, what they consider elective isn't always um, 
vanity surgeries. Yeah. <laughs> so it can be that knee you need to take care of, but it's not the end of the world. Exactly. It's or... not like it couldn't wait. Those are the type that are considered elective. So. And what are the kind that are considered electric? Um, <laughs> thinking spinal stimulators. <laughs> spinal stimulators. You heard it here, folks. Go talk to your doctor about spinal stimulation. <laughs> A new thing in okay. elective sur electric surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So besides nursing, you know, we I think you and I both continue to talk how busy our jobs have been, but um, which motivates us, obviously not me with piano tuning, tuning my own grand, but it motivates us to continue. You know what we would liked to mm -hmm. you know and we enjoy our jobs and the whole purpose of this podcast was you know transitioning mm -hmm. into something else yes so how is that something else going it's going great i'm i'm really enjoying it um i've done quite a few um sessions this week this weekend and it's going really well um yeah with each session i'm just you know connecting with more people meeting new people and um like we said before when i do these sessions uh not only the person being read or receiving the energy work benefits but so do i and so afterwards i'm just amped up yeah yeah you were amped up yesterday that's for sure i was yeah i did about five hours worth yesterday so yeah, that's 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 but it went by like that so five hours of that is so much different than so different. five hours of the other type of work yeah yeah but i love both for different reasons so mm -hmm. well, that's and good. yeah they do there it's it blends at times where i can bring my nursing into it not that i'm giving nursing advice let's put that out there right now but um you know, I can speak to certain things even without giving nursing advice. Right. You can you can tell people, you know, I think you should get this electric surgery. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you'll get a buzz from it. <laughs> as as I beat my nose. <laughs> no, one of the things that's been a little frustrating for us with the Facebook business page mm -hmm. is, um, well, it's it's hard to navigate. Yeah. It is. And, um, it is. I, I've kind of struggled with that. We both have. Um, there's certain things about it that work great, and there's certain things about it that are not so great. Well, and, and some of these individuals have wanted to leave recommendations or reviews. Reviews. Yeah. And we can't figure out why they're not showing up. Yeah, because it's turned on, but yet they don't show up. And I know that you know they've left them. They've texted and told me you know it's there. And it just doesn't show up. But then it does show up as a post, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, so I left a review. and As a test, yeah. And uh, met what I said, of course. And it showed up in a post, which was nice. But why? Yeah, but so, why? It's not the right place for it. So although there's no reviews on the page, you know, you're getting I feedback. was warned about this, yeah, yeah, that this may not work. And it didn't, but I tried anyway. Yeah, so we'll we'll keep, you know, I think part of the journey that we're having and that we always take people with is some things work, some things don't. Adjust, you know? just adjust, yeah. Right. 
So I think your plan is to eventually have that website created, which is not. Yeah, and my yet. friend who is, uh, her partner is going to be working on the website for us. Um, they're still without power. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they, they live in Iowa, right? Mm -hmm. That's where all those horrible floods like happen. in Iowa. Yeah. And it's still, they're still struggling. I can't believe, you know, a week later, it's been like 12 days for them. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine that. Yeah, I'm not sure of the exact number, but it's been a while, so. Well, and very, very, talk about weather extremes, very, very hot here in the Southwest. Just, we finally, though, got a rainstorm. Yes. That was, and I'm some so lightning excited. and thunder. It was beautiful. Yeah, it really, really was. Um, nothing fell over on the house, you know. Except the ladder. <laughs> oh yeah, the ladder did fall against the wall. Um but you know, with everything going on, the 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 raging fires in California, the now there's two hurricanes coming up on the Gulf Coast this week. Mm -hmm. What happened to your friend in Iowa? I you know nobody can say that the weather extremes aren't happening no. this year. No. Yeah. So uh, I'll take the heat in Arizona because you know other than a lot of heat and very little rain. It's pretty mild here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, considering what it could be. That's true. We do need more rain now. I, I'm still hoping that we get something out of this monsoon. Squeeze it out. Got a, <laughs> yeah, less than a month to go. I know. Right. So, um, Also this week, our puppy got her hair cut, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You don't want to show her, do you? <laughs> She's not going to come up here. She's sleeping. But, um, yeah, I was quite disappointed and shocked when I went to pick her up. Um, she almost looks like a cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that before. That's a good one. She has the long hair, you know, on her ears. It's the cut. It's the kind of dog she is. And when I walked in, she had no ears. I just... Yeah, in 15 years, I've never seen her hair look like this. So I was pretty shocked. Yeah. Not happy. <laughs> well, the good thing is it will grow out again. Oh, it'll grow out. She'll be fine. It's probably better for her right now, you know, to be honest. But it's just hard to look at her. Um, every time I look at her, I kind of double take and giggle. She doesn't have that beautiful hair hanging down off her ears anymore. Mm -hmm. So it, I... I called her a white terrier. That's what she looked like to me. <laughs> so not a cat, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but the, you know, it is what it is, and mm -hmm. and uh, she's still healthy and doing well, Coco. So yeah, we're happy. Yeah, about that's that. really all that matters. <laughs> Short hair on her ears or not. <laughs> so today, let's get into our subject. We're yes. talking about cutting the apron strings with adult children. Yes. And I think one of the reasons we wanted to talk about this is because we have, between us, five adult children, mm -hmm. ranging yeah. from age 20, soon to be 21, up to he'll be 33 mm -hmm. next month. Exactly. So we have five adult children, mm -hmm. and out of those five, we have three grandchildren, um, and none of them are married, right? <laughs> Yeah, none that's them, interesting. You're right. None of them are married. Yeah. They have some relationships. We're not going to get into each one. But in just kind of giving you an overall perspective, mm -hmm. you know, 
And as you know, we've had, you know, we've talked about before how we mixed our families yep. nine years ago. And so each one of them have had to adjust. But the purpose of what we're talking about today is more from our, our perspective yeah. right. of how to cut the apron strings and still maintain a healthy relationship. And really, it's also about how you transition from parent-child to parent-adult. Right. You know, because the dynamic definitely changes how you interact and the, re the relationship between you going both ways. And so I think we've experienced our own challenge with with doing this. I think every parent does. Do you do too much? Do you do too little? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. um, right. And, and all those kind of when things. When do you stop? Yeah. What, where is the balance point? Because um, I think both of us, when um, experienced sort of how to survive on our own in a, mm -hmm. in, in, in the, as young adults. Right. Right. Um, for various reasons. And those kind of experiences were important. Yeah, it's to, part of your growth. Um, I feel like you have to go through, we all do, that's how you earn your stripes, right? Um, going through the challenges through different stages of life is how you grow. And if you take that away from somebody, then they're left with no tools in the toolbox when they come up against something down the road. Or they could live with you for the rest of your life, parents. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so let's get into it. Um, we we um we were talking about it and we thought you know this would be kind of fun so you may be the parent of an adult child if you pay their car insurance because maybe your name is on the car title have to right <laughs> or you pay for new tires because that's the only way they can get to work yeah. and or an auto repair um you uh argue with them about Spending habits, why are you going out to eat too much? Or don't you think you should save more, mm -hmm. right? Um, that's just nagging. That, that's a quick way to push them away, right? Right. Um, you still have them on your cell phone bill because they're part of the family plan and they want to upgrade again. And I think we're guilty of this one. Yes, especially yes. this one. Our, our youngest two mm -hmm. are, are still, and we've been talking about that. If they watch this podcast, they know that we're surprise <laughs> planning at some point to yeah. to change that. Because... Yeah, there comes a point that you have to take over, and you know it's not that we mind helping, but at what point are you hindering their growth? I think is really the question that we tend to butt up against. Right. Um, and are we as parents, or this is a good question for all parents, are we too quick to come to the rescue? Right. Because, you Instead know. Instead of letting them flounder a little to figure it out. Yeah. Like, Mom, Dad, this is happening. Well. What are you going to do? Yeah. If every time you're opening your wallet or every time you're you're running into, you know. All Fix my, it. The big bad world is treating my child yeah. a certain way. Yeah, it's, you really want to, it, it is a challenge, I think, for a lot of parents because, and I think you see more of this now than you did when we were kids. 
Okay. Maybe that's just my experience, but um, you know, more and more parents seem to be rushing in to fix things for them. They don't want them to struggle like they did. Right. And I don't really think that's the best. I don't think that's serving. Well, and, and I think as a general rule, we as parents don't want our children to you know suffer like mm. we did. We want better for our children, right? That's the sentiment. Of course. But at what point however. Yeah. But at what point wanting better are you removing every obstacle? And then you wonder why they freeze when a you know a challenge comes and you're you as the parent are not there. Yeah. Um, or yeah, because it's just fostering that same mentality of they can't get along without me really is it becomes more about you than them. Right? Right. Right. As I think as a parent you're yeah. What what ends up happening is your identity then goes into mm -hmm. what the child is or isn't accomplishing. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes the parent, I think, is reluctant to let go. Right. We have we as parents should have our own life that we're engaged in. Right. And then you know come together and and with your children when you can and talk about hey what did you know what what's going on in your life this is what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So instead, yeah, instead of that having... transition, that normal transition of going into more of a, a friendship versus a parent-child relationship. Right. And, you know, so for example, um, when Shay, our second youngest daughter, was pregnant, mm -hmm. you know, she was living in the house. Mm -hmm. Her boyfriend, the dad of the baby, moved in. Did move in. Yeah. And we were there to help them. They're in their early 20s. Mm -hmm. um, however, after the baby was born, was it about three months after? It was about three months, yeah. You know, we were kind of saying, okay, it's mm -hmm. it's time, and they moved into their own place. Yeah. Oh, they were ready, too. They wanted their own space, but they were scared. Right. Yeah. Right, so that, that balance, but then two years after, they were in, in an apartment for two years, they just bought their, their, bought their own home. I'm proud of them. They've done really well. Yeah, but um, it's there's always that first fearful step, and sometimes I think the best thing to do, not that we've always done it, but um, even in hindsight, sometimes the best thing to do is to give that little nudge forward instead of trying to fix it. Right. Right, and, and finding that balance is, it really does... Um, test our sanity as parents. It does. It does. And yeah. being from state government, I love um, to come up with, you know, what do they call it when you have um, a word for each letter? I forgot. Acronym. Thank you. An acronym with with the meaning. So sanity, S-A-N-I-T-Y. Or loss thereof. Lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> loss, lack. Um, but with sanity, um, in terms of letting adult children go and, and balancing that. So S stands for stop. stop. <laughs> the name of love before your kids break your heart. No, um, I think it's important for each and, and we're looking and working on this. That's why we're bringing this up. You know, we're, we're not doing this perfect. You know, we, we've got 
some challenges, right. but I think we're also looking at the fact that um, we can't keep holding them up. And right. if you're doing anything to hold your kids up and not putting them down to let, perhaps they're going to trip and fall. Mm-hmm. But as long More as likely. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. But you have to stop the enabling behavior that doesn't allow them to make their own mistakes, right? Right. Like I said earlier, if you don't let them make their own mistakes, it's, a bit, it's not about rushing in to fix. It's about, I'll be here if you need me, but I'm going to let you do your own thing, you know, to make those mistakes and grow from them. And then if they need you, they will come back. But it doesn't, needing you doesn't necessarily have to be opening the wallet. It can be right. a word of encouragement or support instead of truly fixing it. I think that's really what we're getting at is fixing it isn't the answer. Well, and doing it for them again and again, whatever the fixing. Yes. And what is it that you always say, um, if you carry somebody for too long, when you finally put them down, they don't say thank you? What they, do they say? They say, why'd you put me down? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, what the heck? Why'd you put me down? Well, you know, I, and so instead of being grateful for all the years they've carried you, they're like, no, I'm not ready for this. I don't want to stand on my own. I'm used to being, you know. And then they're just like dumbfounded that you actually put them down. Yeah. Right. Instead of teaching them how to walk. Well, and they haven't walked in a while, so their legs are rubbery. Mm -hmm. You know, all this metaphor, but it's I, I think it's true. When when anybody gets used to a mm -hmm. um, sure. certain amount of help. Very codependent. Um, I mean, it's yeah. it's like the welfare thing in government. If, if um, the, the poor single parent households get used to that help, then they try to go out on their own. It's really, really hard. It's to a do difficult that. transition. Absolutely. You went through that. I did. But, but you got through it. Do you want to share? Oh, I was determined. I was a single mom. This is before me, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was a single mom. I had my three kids, and then I also had two of my brothers living with me. And I was on the welfare system, and I was working two jobs about 70 hours a week and still not making it you know but i was just determined because the welfare system keeps you in a position if you make too much you lose it you know it's just it's this catch-22 and i knew that it, i was going to have to push through that ceiling to ever get anywhere and so I was, I just made the decision, okay, it's going to be hard, but I'm going to do it. And I worked my, my way through and off of it. And, um, it was tough, but I'm glad I did it because I grew a lot from that. Right. And why, why did you decide to work your way through it? Was what was it in you that said, you know what, Sandy? I didn't want to be held down because there's a limit there that it helps you. It It's meant to be a hand up, to get you through. It's not supposed to be a way of life, you know? And so if I did make it a way of life, it was going to be a very meager one. Right. And so in order to get through that, I knew it was going to be tough to kind of work through it and let go of the help because that's kind of a security blanket. But 
it was time to let go of it and strive for better. And I think what eventually happened many years later is you went to school, you got your nursing license, and yep. you, you kind of broke that poverty barrier. Right. And became that self-sufficient individual. Right. Right. That you never would have become, dare I say, had you stayed in that very codependent, you can only make this much, yeah. you're only going to get this kind of help. It just holds you down. I mean, and that's what I'm saying, too, is I'm so grateful it was there when I needed it. Right. Absolutely. You know, there were times so it's, it's I a... really needed it. But if, if you settle, then you're stuck. Well, and getting back to, to parenting, the same thing. I think it becomes a very symbiotic relationship, a very codependent um, parent helps child with a certain amount of money, but then um, child must act a certain way or do certain things. Or oh, visit, that, you know what it I mean? It becomes manipulative. It, yes, very becomes manipulative. Yeah. And the um, N, insanity, getting back to that word, A is assembling support around you with other parents that are maybe struggling with. N is nipping that kind of manipulation in the, in, butt. In the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean... It becomes that manipulative. That's something definitely to be aware of and avoid within ourselves because I would never want to do that intentionally or unintentionally to the kids. Right. You know? Well, it ends up happening, I think, a lot of times when, when money is given, then there's obligation and. Yeah, you know, I did this for you, so I'm going to hold it over you forever. Right. Now you owe. And when an argument comes up, inevitably it's like, I've been paying your bills, or, you know, and that's a perfect sign of, yes, you're paying your bills, but then you want control over what happens. So a lot of times, and I think all of us, all, all, our parent, all of us as parents need to watch ourselves with that. Absolutely. What, what's, what's the payoff for me? Is it, is it keeping that control? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was referring to earlier is, you know, it becomes more about you and control or whatever the payoff is versus really the child that you're helping, the adult child. And to finish my word here, so sanity, the I is implementing rules and boundaries, which is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's very important because mm. um, I think because there are kids we just have a blurry boundary. Right. You know, that, and, and so well, you fall into old patterns, right? Yeah. Because that's the way it always was. And you always see your children as your children as your little daughter or son. When really they're adults, you have to really encourage that instead of seeing them as this little person. Right. Right, and a lot of times we don't want to let we don't want to let go of that. Well, I think it's tough for parents to see. I don't think it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, even us at our age, we are still somebody's little child. Yeah, I was always my. I was the youngest, and so I was always my mom's baby, even as a teenager, okay. and that just drove me nuts. I, I knew why she was doing it. Of course, it's mom. <laughs> But all my friends would tease me. I'm like, really, mom? Really? Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, that it, it's the, there's no easy solution here. And we're not saying, you know, because you can't just, you're not going to stop loving them. You're not, you no, can't just sever the connection. Quite the opposite. 
but having healthy boundaries allows them to to learn lessons and allows so you love changes right. right it turns into loving support instead of loving dictatorship right loving under my rules you're still under my rules as i'm sure we've all we've probably said this ourselves my house my, my rules, rules right well my, twice. my money, my rules, right? I mean, that it just, it just morphs into something else. Yeah. But the last two for sanity, T for trust, trusting your gut. When you know that you're crossing that line, you know that you're, you may be helping, but part of you is like, yeah, I'm helping, but they better do X, Y, Z. Yeah. Check yourself at the door and just be more aware so that you can catch it sooner next time. Right. And lastly, yield everything. It's their life. Let them live it. Even if you don't agree. Especially it, if you don't agree. It's not your life. Right. Right. Uh, I've heard so many stories of parents, you know, oh, they they need to be this way. You know, they need to have this major or, or become um, the same job that I did or the family business. It may not be yeah. what. Well, and then you hear these kids saying things like, oh, I just am still trying to make mom and dad proud of me. Right. And, you know, they might be in their 30s and they're still striving for this. That's a problem. Right. Right. I think, um, again, that we should step back and love them unconditionally. You know, no They shouldn't what. have to try so hard <laughs> to yeah. make them proud of us. Yeah. Um, but a, a couple other ideas with this before we wrap it up. Um uh, letting go of adult kids, I think, also means letting go of worry. Mom, how can you let go of worry? <laughs> oh, God. That's a tall order. It yes. doesn't mean I'll ever let go of that. Right. Um, I'm not going to focus on it and, you know, get all uber-focused on it. But at the same token, I, I don't know that I can stop worrying completely but to step back and try to put it in a healthy place, maybe bring it to you before I took it to them mm -hmm. so that we could talk it out because that's something I just really am trying not to do with my kids. Um, I'm not always successful, but trying not to step on their adult decisions. Right, and for me the challenge is having um... – a child that's passed away so the, the the scare and concern is oh my gosh is that gonna happen to the other children and almost overcompensating um, has been a real challenge for me because I don't want to project that on to the other kids life is life and it's risky and it's messy and of course you want to minimize that but um, worrying about one. yeah worrying about it only just <clears throat> drives me crazy and it, it gets in the way of, um, I think, a much more relaxed, better relationship. Yeah, I was just going to say that it definitely will affect something when you're overcompensating for anything, but that's a big one. Mm -hmm. um, that just lends itself to a very codependent and unhealthy relationship anyway. Right, it does. Um, the next thing is let go of giving advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless asked for. That's the difference, right? Right. I try not to do that. I've caught myself just giving that right advice, and that's a tough one that I think 
a lot of us need to work on. I, I've been trying to just step back and allow when like Shay, for instance, she'll come to me with something and I'll wait until she asks me for advice, then I'll give it. And then I have to stop myself. It's like, okay, just answer her question. Right. Doesn't mean I've got carte blanche to keep going. And I think some of the taboo subjects to stay away from is breakups, you know, or any kind of yeah. relationship advice. Yeah. Oh, that so-and-so was a loser. Oh, guess what, mom, dad, I got back up, got back together with that loser. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oops. You know, another, you know, you have to be careful to, to me too, about diet, food, you know, when, once they moved out, it's, you know, it's their body, it's their decision yeah. unless they ask. And then money is another big one. Yeah, money's a, that probably should have been at the top of the list, right. but yeah. Right. Well, and then you have to be careful if they're coming to you for money and then you can give them, wow. You're not covering your bills because of X, Y, Z. Again, that's that whole manipulation thing you have to watch. Mm -hmm. So of. when they come to you for money, instead of, that's a good question, instead of getting into the discussion of why aren't you managing your bills, because that's just condescending, mm -hmm. how do you approach that? Well, um, I think what's important is to Lecture them about saving. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> no, I, I think a lot of times it's you take it case by case. You help them. Um, and you perhaps talk about, you know, maybe, um, you know, what can I do to, to help you so this doesn't happen again? Or, you Make know, it a loan. May have them pay you back. Yeah. Um, with a deadline, maybe, right. you know, without hounding Those them, boundaries, but... it gets really, really dicey. We could go into so many scenarios, but yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that, that's a good one. And the last one is no guilt tripping. Right. And that's kind of why I was asking that, because, you know, we're not alone in this, <laughs> right? No, not at all. So, um, yeah, just, you know, different ways of thinking about these things. I'm sure there's a million other ways people do do this, too, but um, definitely not guilt tripping. I think it's that's a big one. Right, because it's just part of that manipulation, and that goes back into um, they're not growing and you as a parent. And I think, in general, we as parents, we have adult children, need to get a life so that we're not in meddling and interfering in their lives. True. Very true. Yeah. And so by being busy and engaged, then we can share what's going on with our lives. They can share instead of this, I'm spending 100% of my time watching and observing. Which I think is a big challenge for some people because they spend their lives, the majority of their lives up to this point, mm -hmm. raising their family. And then when everybody moves out and they're empty nesting, they feel like they have nothing left to do. Right. So, good point. Yeah. Getting so, busy so that you're not. <laughs> exactly. Get your, just push them away. Interest, get your own lives. Yeah. But we wanted to end this segment with a quote from Rumi, one of our favorite poets. So this it's is a, a great one. Yeah, it's a good one. So hang in there. He says, this is love, to fly toward a secret sky, to cause a hundred veils to fall each moment. First, to let go of life, finally to take a step without feet, yeah. Rumi. And 
I, I kept thinking it was feet, feet, F-E-A-T, but it's feet. Yes, how do you take a step without your foot? <laughs> that is the mystery we'll leave you with. <laughs> yes. No, but I think the, the whole adage, if you love something, let it go. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that, that's really what we're saying. Well, and I think this will um, make for stronger relationships. I think they'll come back to you more as a friend and a confidant, and they'll trust you. And keep in mind, they may be taking care of you someday, so you may want to be right? kind. <laughs> Good point. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> you may want to be kind if you're in their hands when you're older. So just a word right. to the wise. So um, before we wrap up here, I have a Sandyism to share. Okay. How about a little something something? A little bit of something something. <laughs> Explain that because I think that's, you know, what does that mean? So, like when that person who won the contest of dancing had a little something, something yeah. that the others didn't have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They had the pizzazz. <laughs> so is that just little something, something? Little something, something. It's yeah. what Soren Pear has, the little something, something. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but um, we want to thank you for hanging out with us again. Um, of course. Yes, we, we appreciate it. It was fun. And we want to remind you that on the YouTube channel, you can see our faces. You can subscribe. Please keep the comments coming in. And on the podcast um, apps, you can hear our voices loud and clear. Um, and that would be on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public, the podcast app. And soon, I understand Amazon podcast. Yeah, so. we talked about that last week. Do you know when that's happening? I don't, but I'll call Jeff Bezos. And see Would you do that? Get, get on that. Here. We'll be expecting an update. <laughs> we thank you for hanging out with us. Yes. Have a great week, everyone. Yep. We'll thank catch you. you soon. Have a good week. Take care. <laughs>